Nat 1 contains language not suitable for minors or the faint of heart. Topics discussed reflect the views of Nat 1 Studio, so please consult a physician if seizures, heart failure, or priapism occur. Nat 1 Studio does not claim liability for any damaged property, hearts, minds, or souls as a result of what is aired. Please take all comments with a grain of salt. These guys have no idea what they're talking about. Enjoy! What is up, guys? Welcome to the Spooky Halloween episode 8 of the Nat One Podcast. You oh, can't this... facepalm on audio. <laughs> I am your wonderful host, Jester, and uh, in the studio here with me. Oh, shit, I didn't do the opener. No, Welcome to the Nat One Podcast, a geeking gamer podcast where we talk about everything from movies and music to board games and video games and whatever the hell else we want. I'm oh. your amazing host, Jester, and in the studio trying to get a word in edgewise is my boy failed. I'm going to let him talk for a minute. What's up, guys? Should, should we keep that in? We absolutely should. It's organic. I don't know. Like, that was... Oh, my gosh. I love it. Jester fails, like, maybe four or five times every time we do the intro. That's pretty much the only part of this thing that's scripted, so... It's true. We're going to do it live this time, though. We're, uh... We're, like, uh... Well, not live. Well, single single cut. Single cut? Single cut. Kind of how, uh... Have you seen the movie Birdman? No. You keep talking to me oh, about it's, that, it's, and I won't watch it because you like it. it. It gave me a headache the first time I watched it, and I tried to figure out why. Wasn't, um... Cloverfield done in a single cut? I don't know. Was it... <laughs> I don't know. It was Abram, so probably not. He didn't do anything cool. Well, I don't think Birdman was done in a single cut either, cause, just because of the transitions, but the way that it was done, it just felt like a single cut, and I that's was, what gave me a headache. I was going Bill O'Reilly on it. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Bill O'Reilly. Isn't that one of the Batmans? Yep. Or Spider-Mans, I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, it, it was, though, wasn't it? No, Bill O'Reilly's like an 80-year-old newscaster. No, the, what was the, There was a Spider-Man in one of the Spidey-verses. I, I swear, it was something. It was Bill O'Reilly, probably. I, I could I, see I him think, as Spider-Man. I really think so. I don't think it's the same guy that you're thinking of, though. He's fighting Venom, and then Venom just, like, stops and asks for a cut, and he says, no, fuck it, we'll do it live. Let's see. You know who Bill O'Reilly is. Seymour O'Reilly. Oh, Ben Riley. That's what I was thinking ben about. Riley. Ben Riley was what I was thinking about. Seymour Riley. Who the Who fuck is, is Seymour Riley? <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see less O'Reilly. Okay, so this really didn't start out as a Halloween episode, did it? Sorry. Spooky. <laughs> this new Halloween movie looks so fucking stupid. I think it looks pretty cool. Really? What's that girl's name? Um, what girl? The actress. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, she's like 80 she's now, isn't she? Yeah, that's the whole point. Is like She's pretty much spent her whole life fighting Michael. Mm-hmm. And she's the only one who really knows how. Ooh, while we're on this debate, not about whether or not the movie is good, so I think that the mask that he wears is a data mask, and Failed over here thinks that it is a William Shatner mask, just because it's from Star Trek, everybody assumes it's William Shatner. But I'm pretty sure it's a data mask. I think we need to Google that because we Wait, have the Google up. For what? The mask that Michael Myers wears? It's the Michael mask. No, no, no. Who was it? It wasn't you? No. I don't remember who I was talking to. They said that they thought it was a William Shatner mask, but it's not. It's Data from the next generation. That's where the mask is. You want me to look it up? Nah, it's fine. Okay. I I don't remember ever having that conversation with you, but... I'm pretty sure it was us. I don't talk to anybody else. Like, I wasn't arguing with my dad about Michael Myers' masks. You might have. I mean, I wouldn't put it past you guys. Yeah. 
If you guys hear all that uh, thunder in the background, we're editing that in for Spooby Effect. <laughs> that was a really good timing on the thunder. We're not. It's raining here. It's, yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're recording during a storm. We're fucking idiots. Yeah, but whatever. Okay, um, on to topic. Tell me about some uh, scary-ass games or some shit. Like, what 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 are we going to talk about in this Halloween episode? Well, Did you carve a jack-o'-lantern this year? No. Me neither. I, uh, I don't know. I don't have time for that with all the editing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for that because I'm not a Halloween fan. But, uh, yeah, I know you aren't. Um, I don't know. With, with games, I haven't, I'm not really a big horror fan of game with games. Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of boring. Yeah. And, like, to me, I love horror movies, but they have to be done right. Um, with horror games, it feels like it's all just... Jump scares? Jump scares. I hate jump scares. It's artificial horror. There's no real horror in that. that's a scare game. Horror is a completely different feeling than being scared. And, well, if if something sets up the atmosphere just right and sets, like, this feeling of suspense throughout the whole thing, Mm -hmm. to me, that's true horror. And that's what I love in a movie or in games, but I feel like games just don't do it right. There's been a couple. Like, um, one game I can think of that did it really well. Is uh, Dead Space. Okay. <clears throat> Dead Space is basically like zombies in space. Oh, yeah. And you play as an engineer who uses like a cutting tool to shoot at zombies with. What was that one? Uh, Moon. Have you seen Moon? No. With Christian Bale? No. Oh. The, I, I haven't I don't know it. why I always start my sentences with have you seen. Because it's always the same answer. <laughs> What was I talking? Oh, Dead Space. Um, yeah. you're on an abandoned space station. It's just moon. And basically, the power's been cut pretty much. Yep. And just everything's dark and creepy, and you never know when something's gonna pop up. I mean, there's been three Dead Spaces, and two and three just sucked. I mean, two was all right, but one was probably the best one when it came to atmosphere because the whole time you're just wondering when the next like creepy thing that pops up is gonna come out at you. Yeah. And it just had this whole feeling of suspense the whole time. And then there were scenes with, like, different things that happened. And they just kind of freaked you the fuck out. It was awesome. Yeah, I don't think I've watched a horror movie since Alien. That's not a horror movie. (laughs) It's horrifying to me. I'm so scared of aliens. Wow. I'm sure sure there's some, like, okay. You know what I really don't understand? super on topic right now um so in the alien movie when that when it latches on to the person's face it um implants the egg or whatever and then the alien is born out of their stomach and that whole iconic scene we all know when it pops it, out of his chest yeah, yeah so in alien versus predator a predator gets impregnated with one of those alien spawns and then in the next movie, it's half alien, half predator. How does that make any sense? It, I don't know. It it's it, it, it's it's not. I mean, that shouldn't be. Well, I mean, when it when it popped out of the guy's chest, it, it wasn't, wasn't half human. Exactly. It's so I stupid. don't know. That's that's a good point. Well, uh, we'll get in contact with the directors yeah, of I'll Alien just, and Ass. I'll just call up Spiels. I'll be like, hey, I thought it was a uh, the. It wasn't. Steven Spielberg was it? I have no idea. No, no. It was, um... What's his face? 
it's funny watching. I'm either think thinking of names. I'm either thinking James Cameron or something Ripley. <laughs> no, like I know that's the main character's name, but uh, I'm pretty sure that it was. This is gonna bother the hell out of me. All right, look it up. So, um, but no, like, and again, the alien Ridley movies. Scott. Yeah, Ridley Scott. That's and Spielberg. James Cameron. Yeah, see, it wasn't Spielberg. Whatever. Every movie that was made in that time frame was Steven Spielberg. <laughs> no, it was. It was. I'm telling you. I mean, how how? What is your justification for it? Um, he made every movie back then. Every movie. Well, uh, what what time frame are you talking about? Like what year? Like, uh, eighty two to eighty seven. Eighty two to eighty seven. Was the Alien? I have no idea. I don't <laughs> think so. Oh, Alien was seventy nine. I'm talking about oh my gosh. um seventy eight to eighty seven. Seventy eight to eighty seven. Every movie. Every movie. Every single one was Spielberg. What about George Romero? Oh, yeah, let's talk about zombies for a minute. <laughs> I am so mad at this season's Walking Dead. <laughs> We've already discussed this. I, I don't know, think but we need to every discuss Every single anymore. episode is so much worse than the last. Uh, see, like, I mean, what episode is it on now, this season? Uh, it's going to be episode three in about ten minutes. As of this recording. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Like, you just have all this hate for it. Why do you keep watching it? I, I loved it so much for, like, six seasons. Okay, Walking Dead, season one, episode six. When I got there for the first time ever, I got... What episode was that? It's the CDC. CD. Oh, yeah. That was only episode six? There were only six episodes in the first That's season. That's right, huh? So, I get to that episode. I get about halfway through it, and I just say, this sucks, and I turn it off. For four years. <laughs> and then I'm sitting on my couch and I was watching TV, but my roommate at the time was watching season four on his computer in the living room next to the TV. And my eyes just kept drifting back over to it. It was the governor was there and I just kept drifting over and watching. And then I turned the TV off and I started watching. I'm like, well, shit, I got to catch up now. So... I restarted it, and now I firmly believe, like, 100%, Season 1, Episode 6 of The Walking Dead is probably the greatest cinematic experience in television history. It is so well done. Well, I mean, just when they announced the fact that it's airborne, like... Yeah, and so much shit in that, or that everybody has it. That, yeah. I don't know, that it, it got me, that episode. When I watched it, I see, I started watching The Walking Dead with this mindset of this show is shit, it's gonna be shit, and then nothing that it did could have redeemed it to me because I was just in that mindset. Then I sat down, I watched it with an open mind, and I started at season one, episode one, when I restarted, because it had been so long since I watched it, and I, we finally finally get to the culmination of season one and i'm just like this is the greatest piece of television ever to air now i was hooked i mean i was in and then it's just been so downhill like that was the peak it peaked at the end of season one and then that that was well i mean we've already said that the seasons with the governor was awesome yeah they were they so were how really, can you say really, it peaked at season one because that that's the greatest episode of television i feel like season two was way worse and then it got better at season three. I actually like season three and four better than I like season one. No, no, no. Season one's not my favorite season. Season one, episode six is my favorite episode. Then how can you say it peaked? That that episode was the best episode, but yeah, that yeah. means overall it didn't peak at that. 
Okay, right fine. It had a high, and then it leveled, and it was like two peaks on a mountain where you you're climbing really slow. You make it to this really high point, and then you trip and stumble and fall down the other side of the peak, and then you gotta climb up, and you realize, oh hey, it's so much higher on this side, but you only get halfway up, and then you climb back down because it's not fun anymore, and Andrew Lincoln leaves. That's a weird analogy, but I guess it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm so over this whole season. I don't know. I think I I think I'm burnt out on zombies. I was over it last. Well, you're in luck because there aren't any. That's not what it's about anymore. Well, I just mean like in general with like media. Like mm. there's so many zombie games. and I don't like what zombies have become, but I will never be burnt out on like old school zombies. You put any Romero flick in front of me and I'm sitting down and watching it. Like, I, And I'll, I'll watch through. I'll probably sit down and watch through at least season five, maybe season six of The Walking Dead, if it's on TV. Like, if there's a marathon on and it's in season four, I'm sitting down, I'm going to just watch the marathon until it goes to all the shitty, shitty seasons. (laughs) Well, like... They jumped the shark with... We had the Negan talk last episode. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Actually, that was a really fun thing to listen to. I loved it. But, um, no, but, like, with zombies, I just feel like they're way overdone. There's just too much of it. Um, but we we were talking about George Romero. Did you hear what... There's a book. It's called... I think it's, like, How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse or something. Mm-hmm. The Zombie it, Survival Handbook? That one, yeah. The Zombie Survival Guide? Did you hear what George Romero said about it? No. He said, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. He said, if you, this is what you think about my movies and my work... Then you're missing the message. He's like, it's not about the zombies. It's about people trying to overcome an obstacle and dealing with each other. Exactly what it's about. The zombies are like, I I, I don't want to get all like hipster deep on this, but honestly, in zombie movies, they're the monster in us all. Like, it, it, that's what every good zombie movie is about and yeah the jump scares are fun and the the suspense of the entire situation jump scares are not fun no no they they are in zombie movies just because the anticipation is there you're assuming jump scares going into it like there's no way you're going into a zombie movie and you don't think well, there's going to be someone you, walking down you, a dark hallway and a zombie pops you out can in the go closet into any horror movie and assume there's going to be jump scares okay but zombie movies are completely different like a lot of horror movies i I like psychological thrillers, so if I'm watching a horror movie, that's the kind of horror movie... I want to leave that movie so mentally fucked up that it takes me a week just to bounce back. Like, that's my idea of a horror movie. Zombie movies are a completely different genre. You go in there knowing what to expect. Every single one is exactly the same if it's done right. Yeah, well, I guess, but... Like, the jump scares, they just... Even with a zombie movie, like even if the atmosphere is there, it's okay. still a cheap. Shaun of the Dead would not have been as good if Nigel didn't get pulled out the window. If those zombies didn't crack through the window, and, and you knew that was coming, you knew that him standing with his back to the window, those zombies were going to crack through, and you probably didn't jump, but I'm a wuss. So when that window <laughs> cracked open, I was through my skin, like. I knew it was going to happen, but I don't know. It It's a necessity in zombie movies. Jump scares, as much as I hate that, I hate them in, like, ghost movies and demon movies and stuff like that. But the, the whole idea of the zombie, because they're so slow and they're so easy to kill, it has to be a jump scare. They have to catch you off guard. I, I mean, I guess, but, like, they never catch me off guard. That's the thing. Well, no, it's because zombie movies are cheesy. Yeah. That's well, why they're all the same, and it's awesome. 
thing is, I love cheesy horror movies, but like the high production movies, I just yeah. don't like. I them was gonna much. say you like B-rated cheesy horror. Yeah, movies. fucking Attack of the Killer Donuts, <laughs> Evil Bong. Um, the, there, there was a Killer Condom, the tire. What one? Yeah, one? rubber. Rubber. Oh my yeah. gosh, there's this. I, I've told you so many times about this. Scene. Yeah, but you got the tire there, and there's this little kid on a bike, and he just rides up. And it's kind of like in a, one of the movies where there's like a face-off and it zooms in on the faces. It does that, but it's zooming in on the kid and this tire. And then the kid just like stops. He stands up with his bike, turns his back on the tire, and rides away. <laughs> Dude, so the new Tremors movie it was terrible. <laughs> it was so good. I'm a huge Tremors fan. And, I, I mean, I think we classify those as horror movies, right? They're, I, I, they're I, monster movies. I would say they're more satirical at this point. <clears throat> no, they're not. Like, they're, okay. they're super they're, self-aware. I was going to say, they're self-aware, but it is not satire. It's comedy now at this point. They put so much funny shit in it just because they realize how <laughs> funny the previous movies were. It's so good. This new one was awesome. They found, like, the proto-graboids. Uh, was oh, that frozen under the snow? Was that the one with the dude from uh, Pineapple Express and Tropic Thunder? No, Danny McBride? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So there's another one since then? Oh, yeah. There's a new one. It's called uh, Frozen Ground, I think, or okay, something I like that. Okay, I haven't seen that one. So, um... Let me guess, Ke- it has to do with ice. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's daughter <laughs> is a geologist. Like his legitimate daughter no, or no, in no. the movie? In the movie. Oh, okay. And they're up doing, um investigations in antarctica like checking the ice depth and measuring all that stupid shit and they accidentally drill into the head of a proto graboid the first graboids that were that ever evolved or however they got to earth or whatever they're frozen in antarctica and you think that they're just these desert creatures but it turns out that they're not just desert creatures they're also arctic they were just frozen well, I mean, these are the first ones if they're in antarctica antarctica is the biggest desert in the world it's just an ice desert. It's just low precipitation. So, I mean, it's still a desert creature. That's true. I used to have a t-shirt, and it had a picture of Kevin Bacon's face on it, and it said, Kevin Bacon can shoot my graboid. Wow. <laughs> Was it Kevin Bacon that played as uh, Hades and Hercules? No, that was James Wood. Oh. I was, pulled uh, that one out, just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I was, uh, actually, I was watching Hercules with my nephew. I love that movie. I watch it on my own, sitting on my couch, home alone, eating cheese. And I was thinking, like, where the fuck does Hades get that vial that changes a god into a mortal? I don't know, he made it. And why did he use it on Hercules? To make Zeus mad. Don't, he don't poke he holes in this movie. He could have used it on Zeus and killed Zeus. <laughs> That's his brother. He hates his brother. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the movie. Don't ruin this for me with your plot holes. He's trying to bring the fall of Olympus, and he uses this fucking vial on Zeus's son. I don't know. Why did the T-Rex cage have such a steep drop-off when it didn't have any drop at all before the fence fell? Oh, what? Jurassic Park? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Do you remember that? Like, when the goat raised up, it's at level, and they're on ground level with the goat looking at it, and they're like, it's a goat! And the T-Rex comes up and eats it, then the T-Rex breaks through the fence, and it turns out that there's, like, a five-story fall that the Jeep rolls off of. I don't remember that. If we're gonna talk about plot holes, I mean, we gotta introduce Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which part? The whole movie. 
If Indiana Jones wasn't even involved, the same thing would have happened. Yeah, yeah. His involvement solved nothing. I, I mean, mean, we got to watch it, though. Yeah, but this is an old theory, so I'm not going to go into it. But We wouldn't have been able to watch it if Indiana Jones wasn't involved. Then it would have just been a movie about Nazis. No, Nazis would kill themselves. I wouldn't mind that. I guess, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, we went way up. We should do a plot holes episode. Yeah, man. That'd be a lot of fun. We could get deep on that. Because it's a hole. You dig holes yeah, really deep. Yeah, I, I got that. Alright. Um, yeah, we should do a plot holes episode and theories episode. I could do theories. That'd be a lot of fun. I'll, I'll give a theory about uh, this next season of Walking Dead. My theory is it's going to be shit. And it's going to... It's a different show. I mean, like, the, the directors just came out and said, Ten more years of Walking Dead. I'm stuck on this, but... <laughs> <laughs> they came out and they said 10 more years of Walking Dead and if they're going to pull that off it has to be a different show it's going to be Days of Our Lives welcome to Talking Dead guys Yeah. hi I'm your host Chris Hardwick <laughs> talk oh. about more games let's talk about Doom is that a scary game? no not at all it, that's it the kick ass and chew bubblegum one? no that was Duke Nukem ah, yeah Duke Nukem was so good Uh, not the new one <laughs> the new one was absolute garbage it had a production time of, I think it was like 17 years or something. Damn. And then when they finally released it, it was just garbage, dude. The controls were terrible, the gameplay was terrible, story was terrible, it didn't even have good humor. Is Doom the one with those big flying meatballs? No. Yes. Yeah, yes, that is. Big flying meatballs. You're, you're fighting demons. Yeah. One of the demons is a meatball. And it's just nonstop action shooting. Like, I wouldn't even consider that anywhere near a horror game. I mean, if you want to say, oh, because it has demons, then yeah. But there's nothing scary about him because you can destroy him like nothing. Dude, the Exorcist messed me up so bad. I love the Exorcist, dude. I Didn't they? No, no. It was the Omen that they just redid. There was an Exorcist TV show, and I watched a little bit of it. I got to the scene where he gets to, like, uh, Spain or whatever, and he's dealing with that little girl. And I'm just like, I'm done. Can't do this shit. <laughs> the original movie messed me up. I think there's only one other movie in the world that messed me up as bad as The Exorcist, and that was the original Poltergeist. Yeah, they're here. I watched the like, new Poltergeist with Sam Rockwell, and it, it didn't. Sucked. It didn't phase me. And no, it like, sucked. I'm really, really bad with horror. Like, I watched an episode of The X Files a couple weeks ago that kept me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. It was season two when Scully gets abducted. Messed me up. Anyway, um, every time. But I watched through the new. Um, Sam Rockwell version of whatever Poltergeist and nothing like I mean didn't didn't scare me at all. I think it was Poltergeist, the original one where there was the scene where he's like looking in the mirror and he has like a cut on his face and he like picks at it then yeah, he ends yeah, up like yeah. ripping his skin off. Oh, <laughs> I have nightmares about that scene. Dude, like, to this I, day, I can't live within scraping distance of a tree. Because of that movie, like every time that a tree branch scrapes my window, I have to move to a new house. A new house. That's new going house. To, that's going a bit out there. Well, I mean, I just I get rid I of mean, trees now. As far as I know, you've been in the same area for what six years now? Four. Has it only been four? Yeah, I've only been down here for four years. Oh, that doesn't seem right. Well, because right. I've been, I moved into this house. September 14th, 2014. Hmm. Weird. I feel like it's been way longer that we've known each other. Well, time flies when you're having fun. There's no fun <laughs> with you. I know, that's why it seems so long. <laughs> um, like, 
Okay, so, I mean, we've talked about movies, video games, um, and zombies. Resident Evil, I don't like Resident Zombie. Evil. Zombies. So you're not going to hear much about Resident Evil in this Maybe. episode, because I just don't Possibly. like it. Possibly. I think it's boring. Um, and, well, like, okay, the first, the first three were boring to me. Mm-hmm. Then four, five, and six, and seven. Well, seven did a better job, but I just didn't like the whole first person thing with Resident Evil. Yeah. But uh, four, five, and six, they became just pure action games to me. And I was like, these aren't even scary at all. Was it four that I was watching you play? That was seven. Are you sure? Yes, it was. It was all seven. Right. And, I mean, I probably got about halfway through the game, and I was like, this is boring as shit. The Resident Evil movies kind of really sucked, too. Which, I mean, I... I want to say that I like Mila Jovovich as an actor, but the only other thing that oh, she's been in she's gonna is be, The Fifth Element. She's going to be but, the lead actress in the Monster Hunter movie. Oh, that's cool, I guess. I love Monster Hunter. <laughs> I don't know. Resident, like, the first Resident Evil was pretty good. Like I That one, as far as horror movies, like shitty horror movies go, that one wasn't bad. And then every single one was even further downhill. Which is weird. They did not set a high bar and they still didn't make it. Uh, a lot of people still love those movies, though. Yeah, I know, but they're stupid. Um, oh, I was going to say they're stupid, but it might be our audience. Hey, if you like those movies, you do you. <laughs> but also watch better movies. Yeah, Jester just called you guys stupid. I did not. <laughs> Inadvertently, I you called I almost them called them stupid, but then caught myself. And then you gave them a backhanded compliment. That's true. You might as well have called them stupid. The best. I thing, like the idea of those movies. The best thing about those movies... Was uh, Michelle Rodriguez in the first movie? She was just a badass. I love Michelle Rodriguez. That's uh, the one from Fast and Furious. Yes, yeah. and Avatar, and she's basically the female Sean Bean. She was in Avatar. Yes, she was the pilot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's basically the female Sean Bean. I just think of the weird blue guys. She dies in pretty much every movie she's in. I don't know if she died in Fast and Furious because those movies sucked, but yeah. <laughs> Probably just so got rid of half our fan base uh, the, right there. Again. The twenty eight series, twenty eight days, twenty eight weeks. That was some pretty good horror. The one about the super aids. Yeah, the one about the super aids. <laughs> the rage virus or whatever. I don't know. They were. It was called the rage virus. I'm pretty sure. They were all right. They weren't. That great. one guy who looks like the lead singer of the All American Rejects. I don't remember him that well. Oh. I, I I guess like they were just weren't cheesy enough for me. <laughs> it was it was a really weird dynamic for a horror movie the way that those ones were set up because it was it was like a psychological thriller except it wasn't psychologically thrilling. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I fell asleep during it, so I didn't like. I, I don't know. It, I'll I'll watch a movie with a better storyline than action any single day. Like, if there's a really action packed movie, I can fall asleep during it pretty well. But if there's any semblance of a plot to follow, I'm wide awake and watching. Well, there was there was a plot to it, but the problem is, I feel like they implemented it wrong yeah they they absolutely did they talked about it incorrectly they didn't reveal things properly i don't know cloverfield i think might be my favorite horror movie the original cloverfield 10 cloverfield lane was pretty good i like the universe as a whole but the original cloverfield i i absolutely loved it this is gonna be another weird thing that cloverfield makes me think of but eight-legged freaks that that was so funny (laughs) i love it yeah would that be considered a horror? No, it's a comedy. I, uh, That's like saying Starship Troopers is an action movie. It was. 
It's a great action movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. They were leaving together, but it'll still be farewell. Maybe they'll come back to Earth. Who can tell? Wow. <laughs> That's the opening to the final countdown for all y'all out there what didn't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, sometimes you just make me give up <laughs> on life. 10 Cloverfield Lane was good because of John Goodman, though. I haven't I seen it, though. I, it I, looked intense, though, from the previews. It was, and it, I mean, it had a couple of jump scares in it, and it was, the, the, the dynamic in it was really cool, because it wasn't a Cloverfield movie until it became a Cloverfield movie, so it was like this, I, I don't want to give too much away in case you do want to see it someday, but there was one storyline, so you know Cloverfield, that whole thing's about these big monsters. I thought it was aliens. Aliens, monsters, same shit. Too anyway, maybe. they come to Earth, and they're massive, gigantic guinea pigs, and... <laughs> like in that episode <laughs> of South Park? That's what that was copying, which is... Oh. Like, but, um, anyway, these massive monsters come to Earth, and, like, the first Cloverfield movie is completely about the monsters, but 10 Cloverfield Lane is about a different kind of monster... There you go with a different John, kind of monster it, thing it's again. John, it's John Goodman. He's the monster. And he's just like this terrible dude. And you're watching the entire time and this guy's the monster. And then like it's not Cloverfield until the very end. And then you're just like, oh shit. All right, I see how this fits into the universe. But I don't know. It's a different kind of movie. It's a different kind of scary than the Cloverfield movies. If you like him as the antagonist so much, why didn't you talk about him last week? Because this is the spooby episode. Ooh, I mean, you've been trying to do that for the past three episodes. Well, I mean, it's October. They should all be spooky. Nah, I, I don't believe in the whole I month of spooks. I, I'm just like, I don't even like Halloween. The best, like, the best part about Halloween to me is all of the cheesy ass horror movies that come on TV. I was trying so hard to watch like horror movies and scary TV and stuff like that before this episode, and I knew I've known it was coming up for like a week. I'm just like, I gotta watch some deep in-depth real ass horror shit that was a good one (laughs) um some deep real in-depth horror shit that's what i wanted to watch this week and i just wound up watching like the sappiest saddest hallmark style dramas that you could ever imagine all week wow yeah, and I, you haven't just known about it for a week. We've been talking about I know, this episode I, for the past month. I wanted to prepare for it. I was getting ready to prepare with a week in advance. I was like, I'm going to watch all the zombie movies. And I was on Amazon. I was on Hulu. I was looking through all the horror movies. And I'm just like, none of these are appealing to me. Like, I didn't want to watch any of them. Yeah, oh, man. So, my mom, she is like the biggest B-movie fanatic. She loves them. And I think that's probably where I got my love of them. She yeah. introduced me to, like, Evil Dead and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we were watching this movie called It Paints the Sand Red. Okay. And it's a zombie movie. When you think zombie movies, you think, like, hordes of zombies, right? Mm-hmm. This movie had one zombie in it. One zombie. That's pretty It's funny. this girl going through, this, going through the desert with a zombie following her. Okay. And, like, it's funny because, like, the zombie's following her. And she's walking, and she's like, you know, you're never going to catch me. You're not as fast as I am. And she's, like, taunting this zombie through the whole movie. And she's like, you're fucking stupid. Will you just give up already? That's pretty good. And uh, then, like, she gets up on rocks to sleep and, like, rest and stuff. And Mm -hmm. the zombie's, like, trying to get her. And she's just like, you're never going to get me up here. I don't get why you keep trying. And... (laughs) So Netflix came out with kind of a zombie movie. Um, It was starring Martin Freeman. 
And uh, he was, I, I thought of it because he's just walking through the desert the entire movie. It's called Cargo. And it was supposed to be like the cinematic experience and it sucked. I mean, it was so bad. Why? I, I, I don't know. I just hated it. I hated the plot. I hated the storyline. I hated the execution. It was, I don't know. It it was like Martin Freeman walked on set in a superhero costume with a big V just tattooed right across the front because the entire company was virtue signaling and it made him run out. Oh, you said like with V and I just thought like V for Vendetta. I'm like, was no, he like the same character? That's for November. <laughs> we should do an episode on I will do an entire V for Vendetta episode. I love that movie so much. We'll do an uh, we'll do an audio re- recreation of it. No. <laughs> All right. That'd be weird. I'll do it. I'll A play, script reading. I'll play everybody. I know all the words. <laughs> um. So you you don't really like horror movies. I don't. And I don't like horror games. So this is kind of a weird subject for us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a rough one, guys. <clears throat> but uh, one thing that I absolutely love, like I'm addicted to internet culture. Yeah. You you know about this. I'm constantly following YouTube and different blogs and yeah. vlogs and all kinds of shit. One thing that I love that the internet has brought to us, like, I remember growing up and we had, like, the scary story books and stuff. Yeah, and scary just, stories that you read in the dark. Yeah, we would just read those to each other, like, in the dark with a flashlight. And those are some of the fondest memories of my childhood. Yeah, not me, man. They <laughs> messed me up, like... But um, one thing that the internet's brought to us is more of, uh, what would it be called? Are Accessibility. You, are you bringing of, up the creepypastas? I love creepypastas. Yes, I am. They mess me up. <laughs> I love creepypastas. There's one. There's one creepypasta that it just, like, still sometimes at night I'll wake up thinking about it. Um, it's I forget what it's called, but, like, this guy's laying in bed and he's trying to go to sleep and there's the whirl of the air conditioner and every night he falls asleep to the whirl of the air conditioner and then when the ac turns off he hears this thud and he thinks to himself oh it's just the dog not a big deal no problem just the dog or whatever and then he hears another thud that's a little bit closer to the bed and he's like how'd the dog get into my bedroom and freaking out and like the 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 story continues through with him hearing these noises and justifying what those noises could possibly be while the ac's off because it's dead silent in his room and i totally sympathize with that because the same thing happens to me i'll be laying down in bed and my fan will shut off or my ac will shut off and i'll just be like i'll hear a noise out in the living room and i'll be like it was the dog it's no big deal it was just that's one of the reasons that i have so many animals because I need to be able to justify the noises that I hear at night in my house. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> the entire story, he's hearing these thuds and he's justifying them. And he's hearing these thuds and he's justifying them. And his brain just starts going crazy until finally the AC kicks back on. And when he hears it whirl up, he just gets this sense of um, calm over his whole body. He's like, okay, the AC's back on. He's really happy that it's back on. So he decides he's going to turn over and check his phone to see what time it is and how long he was freaking out for. He turns around and there's this monster laying in his bed, smiling from ear to ear that says, oh, I see you're still awake. I cried. Like, I went <laughs> crazy. And, like, then that night I go and I lay in bed and the AC turns off and I hear a thud. And I'm just like, this is it. I'm going to die. <laughs> I got up and turned the light on and just sat there until the AC turned back on. So I'm like, he's not going to get me. Man, you are spiking the shit out of this episode. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of editing. I get me. excited with horror stuff. Um, 
My well, heart's racing thinking about that story. I still got to show you the Russian sleep experiment. It's by far my favorite creepypasta of all time. I don't know, man. That stuff just it freaks me out. Or the, the story about that guy who's lost in the woods. And um, he finds that cabin right as the or after the sun sets he's moving around in complete darkness and he finds that cabin and like he breaks into the cabin and goes into the master bedroom and he lays down in the bed and he's been wandering all day so he's dead tired he's lost his shit he's super hungry he's dehydrated so he just goes and he lays down in the bed and while he's laying down in the bed he can't help but notice all of the pictures on the wall the eyes are just staring at him no matter where he moves all the pictures on the wall the eyes are following him so he has a really rough time falling asleep then he finally passes out and the next morning he wakes up and there's no pictures on the wall there's just windows oh that one fucked me up okay i told it really fast because if i go in depth i'll freak myself out (laughs) i'll scare myself (laughs) i will i do it all the time i'll be sitting on the couch and i'll think of a scary story and it'll just it'll it'll freak me out and i won't be able to go to sleep <laughs> okay um just uh to our viewers out or listeners out there uh, don't take creepypasta seriously i mean you heard the story about the girls with slenderman yeah how they tried to summon slenderman and killed their friend like creepypastas are just another form of entertainment don't take them too seriously i just want to put that out there Slenderman's so dumb. No, no, Slenderman's great. Um, I hate Slenderman. The okay. whole thing is just so stupid. So, there's a YouTube channel called Marble Hornets. Okay. And it's basically just a giant thing of Slenderman episodes. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, an entire story. It's like a TV series. And it's just fucking amazing. Like, the production value is shit. But, I mean, this is an old YouTube series. But, like, every episode... It follows a story, and you have, like, your characters and stuff, and it gives the origins of Slenderman, and, I mean, it's just so cool how they put it all together, and I was, uh, back before I knew you, I was hanging out with my friend, and we seriously watched. You say that, like, you can only have one at a time? Well, (laughs) that's pretty much how it works. (laughs) But, uh, anyway, we watched Marble Hornets videos, like, for three nights straight. And, I mean, we worked together, so we would watch Marble Hornets all night. Then we would go to work, then watch Marble Hornets all night, go to work. And, I mean, we slept maybe, like, six hours in those three days that it took us to watch them all. Who do you think would win, uh, Slenderman or Salad Fingers? Slenderman or Salad Fingers? Yeah, in a fist fight. Slenderman. Really? Salad Fingers was, he wasn't even, like, that violent. He could be, though. He, oh, yeah, well, I mean, think about how he killed that one dude. I fucking love Salad Fingers. He killed, uh, what was his name? I think his name was Phil the Butcher. I think Salad Fingers would win. I don't think because so. Because he's not as scary, so I like him more. <laughs> I don't know. If you look at, the, like, there's a lot of, uh, like, themes of children and, like, abortion in Salad Fingers. And, like, miscarriage and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll show, we'll have to watch it again what? sometime, and I can, like, show you the thematic, like, undertones. What, what about Carl from Llamas with Hats versus Slenderman? I think Carl would win. Yeah. I mean, the guy nuked a place. So. You were headbutting children off of the ship. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> then you made out with an ice sculpture. Thank God the children were not on board. <laughs> 
Llamas and Cats is one of the best things ever. So good. I love Jason Steely. (laughs) You haven't seen China, Illinois, but he actually got his own TV. Or no. Yeah, it's the same guy. Wasn't that the Professor Brothers or whatever? Yeah. 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 And um, Baby Cakes. I saw part of it. Um, Baby Cakes is so funny. It was on TV. And back then I was living with my parents and I had three siblings who didn't let me watch what I wanted to watch. I had to watch what they wanted. You got the internet. Uh, actually, we didn't back then. We didn't get the internet until, like, after broadband came out. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do without the internet. I don't know what I'd do There's before. a horror story. Well, actually, <laughs> I, I played video games, like, nonstop. A lot of Final my, Fantasy. My power goes out a lot, and I, I pretend like I'm okay with it and that I can survive without power, but that's just because I have four laptops that are always charged up with 500 gigs of movies on them. So when the power goes out, I just, like, turn a lantern on and sit down and watch Ant-Man. <laughs> I still haven't I, seen Ant-Man and the Wasp yet. Last time that the power went out, it was four hours. I watched Shaun of the Dead, and then I watched Ant-Man. And I'm just like, I can totally live without electricity. <laughs> and yet, you're watching movies. I know, I'm just, like, wondering what's in my refrigerator. Just because I felt like if I opened it, all the cold would get out. And because there wasn't any power, it wouldn't get cold enough again. So I was just, like, fondly remembering all of my produce. <laughs> you're remembering your produce. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, we need to talk about horror stuff. You know what I really don't want to admit and also hate? Mm-hmm. I really liked the first couple of seasons of Supernatural. I did too. It, yeah, Actually, I, I liked I've liked pretty much everything that I've seen of it. I just haven't been able to catch up. So, it was really good when it was hunting vampires and monsters and ghosts mm-hmm. and then like I I I know that like the demons and stuff were part of season 1 and as they introduced cast, there got to be more angels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, after the, during and after the Leviathan when everything was just demons, angels, let's find God, let's kill the prince of hell, all of that stuff. It just got so repetitive and boring. But the first couple of seasons... And then Sam back, and Dean dying like once every season. Yeah. <laughs> but back before Jensen Eccles and Jared Padalecki were in their 40s, it was actually a pretty good show. Like, I don't know. I liked... I. I don't know. I, I I used to be 11 years ago super into it. Like, I'd carry around salt and I'd just be like, no demon's gonna get me today. <laughs> carry around like iron and shit i don't know it wow it was a good show when it first and i like it because of what it represented it was really a throwback to the x-files and everybody thinks i'm crazy when i say that but i bet you anything that that show was based on the x-files just like grim was based on the x-files and like all all these kinds of monster hunting shows they all go back to the greatest show to ever air on television which is the x-files yeah that's subjective it's not subjective. It's an objective fact. Ask David Duchovny. See what he thinks. Uh, well, I mean, that's still subjective. I don't think so. He's an authority. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I don't know if I can He would say that. Aquarius just to piss us off. What? what? <laughs> it was a show he was in for one season about, like, Manson or some shit. Like Charles Manson? Yeah, it was back in that time frame. Was that good? No. Oh. It was terrible. And they they pitched it and they were trying to they were trying to get everybody to fall in love with it by saying David Duchovny's in it and they were doing like all this crazy build up for it. I think I watched two episodes before I just stopped. And you know me. Even if I think a show is shit, I'll watch four or five episodes. So you must have really hated it. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Um it was like watching Elementary and seeing Lucy Lou was Watson. Just like, uh-uh. 
Wait, what? Right? Really? Yeah. What was Elementary? Was that a show? Elementary is a Sherlock knockoff TV series that's in, like, season nine right now, and Lucy Liu is Watson. Oh, wow. That's weird. Oh, I can't wait for the Will Ferrell one. I really just (laughs) don't know. I I don't know. I hope it's good. I love Sherlock. So I have everything Sir Arthur Conan Doyle has ever written sitting on my bookshelf at home. I love Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I know. I was there when you got it all. Yeah. (laughs) But the BBC television series is out of this world. Robert Downey Jr. is all right. I just I like I, those movies. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Will Ferrell is an intelligent enough man to give it the right kind of. He does serious roles pretty well. Everything Must Go was a pretty good movie. Oh, I'm just saying. I feel like he would have enough respect for the source for the subject matter. I don't. I, but I don't think that Will Ferrell has respect for anything. I I think he's funny. I loved Step Brothers. Talladega Nights was alright. The Other Guys might be my favorite comedy. I mean, it is so funny. That improvised rant about the tuna and the lions was just out of this freaking world. It was so funny. Tuna but, and the lions. Yeah, when Mark Wahlberg comes up to his I desk. I don't remember. When, when Mark Wahlberg's yelling at him and he comes up to his desk and he's talking about how much he hates him and he says, I hate you so much that if I was a lion and you were a tuna, I would come into the ocean to kill you and then, or kill your family or something like that. And then Will Ferrell goes on that rant about how the tuna is so much bigger than the lion and he would create some type of oxygenation system out of kelp around his gills so that him and his other tuna brethren could get on land for... Wow. Man, that spiked the audio. That shook the house. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, how they'd get on land for a couple hours at a time and scope it out and, like, kill his whole family. I don't know. It was super funny and completely improvised and absolutely amazing. Will Ferrell is a funny dude, but he needs to stick to his lane, I think. And I'm really defensive because it's Sherlock Holmes. If he was doing some other serious role, I might be all in it. Well, it's not going to be serious, though. It's going to be a comedy. I I know, and that's what makes me angry about it. Like, if, if they came out tomorrow and said, Will Ferrell's going to be the next Iron Man. I'd be like, fuck yeah, that's going to be hilarious. But do (laughs) not mess with my Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) If you want to take the Sherlock Holmes story and watch it as a comedy, all you need to do is watch Psych. I mean, what if if Will Ferrell was in, like, a reboot of No Country for Old Men? I would blow up the entire world. I, (laughs) I would go out, I would find Will Ferrell, and I'd gut him. I don't know. I'd find whoever the director was. I would go and pick the Cohen brothers up, and we would go to that director's house and just shit kick him, probably. But <laughs> there, are, there, are, there. What are, if it was the Cohen brothers? It wouldn't be, <laughs> because their comedies are amazing. They, and they did comedies. Yeah, the Cohen brothers do comedies. They do oh. everything. They did the Big Lebowski. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't like that movie. They did um, Hail Caesar. Never heard of it. It was so funny. Channing Tatum and. I, it was a really good movie. But um, Sherlock Holmes, you do not mess with that storyline. Like, you don't. You just... I was angry at the idea of Mark Gatis getting his hands on it because of Doctor Who. I'm just like, he's going to mess this up. And then we got the BBC's Sherlock, which is pretty... This is a rant. I mean, this is just a straight-up rant. <laughs> I don't mind. It was good, though. I really liked the British... They did a good job modernizing it, and I was happy with that. But I don't know how I feel about Will Ferrell being... It might be great. 
Right, I think to, I think we should at least give it a shot. I'm going to. I'm going to watch the <laughs> hell out of it. I watch everything Sherlock related. <laughs> Seriously though, nothing's going to turn the story of Sherlock Holmes into a comedy as well as Psych did it. Well, I mean, kind of. I love James. I, I, I understand how it like has comparisons, but mm-hmm. I feel like Psych's its own thing. Psych is its own thing, but that whole hyper-awareness and um, extreme observation, it's all Sherlock Holmes-based, and it's just a new spin, a modernized spin. On an old spin. story. Yeah. Kind of how, like, West Side Story was Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. It, it's just updating it to a... Because, I mean, like, right now, in today's world, if anybody w- had that hyper-observation hyper-obser- skill like Sherlock Holmes had and was a Sherlock Holmes-style investigator, they definitely could get away with saying they're a psychic. I guess. It, that's literally what Psych is about. Yeah. It's about being as good of an investigator as Sherlock Holmes and using it to stay out of prison by pretending to be a psychic. Yeah, that makes sense. We we went way off subject of Halloween here. Yeah, sorry. Back to the spooby. <laughs> um, what? Okay, so I love... I should really stop saying spooby. I think that's a racial slur. I hope it isn't. There's a comedy skit by this like, guy. Spooby with a B? S-P-O-B-B-Y. Let's see if that's a racial slur. I don't know. There, there's this comedy skit by a guy named T-Rex, and it's called Spooby. And he talks about it as a racial slur. And it's one of the funniest skits I've ever heard. But... Spooby. Yeah, T-Rex skit. Type see? of person, whether it be by personality, race, color, etc. It's to refer to any person. Oh, well, when I say spooby, I mean spooky. So, T-Rex, if you're listening, (laughs) then don't go all H before the W on me. (laughs) Wait, what? Nothing. H before the W? It's part of this skit. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I was going to talk about Until Dawn. Okay. So, I love my B-rated horrors and slashers Mm -hmm. and, like, Friday the 13th. I watched a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie once. Which one? I don't know. Oh, they're so good. Except for the new one. <laughs> they're really not. The new one was terrible. <clears throat> but um, there's a game called Until Dawn. And it has Hayden Panettiere in it. The cheerleader? Yeah. Alright. And it it's not just her voice, it's like her likeness too. And basically all the characters in it, it's the actor's likeness. And it has the main guy of iRobot. Or not iRobot. Um, you mean Will Smith? Mr. Robot. Okay. That dude. The dude with the big eyes. Man, I tried so hard to like that show. I heard it gets really good as you go through it. I got to episode three and turned it off. I, I heard that it gets really good, like, later on in the... Like, by the end of the first season, I hear it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I hear really good things about it. Can't do it. Anyway. But, Until Dawn, it was, like, basically like a choose-your-own-adventure horror slasher B-rated movie. Was Milo Ventimiglia in it? No. Ah, oh, bummer. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have a power outage. <laughs> but anyway, it uh, it's about this group of high schoolers that graduated and they get a like they go to this cabin in the woods. That's a movie in its own, isn't it? Cabin, cabin in, in the, the woods? woods. Yeah, it was, I loved it. What was that one horror movie with uh, Chris Hemsworth in it? I don't know. I, I don't remember what it was called, but there was one scene in that movie. Talking that, Dead Guy? No, 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 no. Thor. Oh, okay. There was one scene in I that movie. I thought that was movie. Triple H. Like the wrestler. No. Oh. There was one scene in that movie that made me laugh so much where, like, 
he reaches into his girlfriend. They're they're packing to. I think it might have been cabin in the woods because they were packing to go to a cabin in the woods. Anyway, he reaches into his girlfriend's backpack and pulls out a math book and he said, "Where did you get this?" And she looks at him and just screams, "I learned it from you!" And turns and runs out of the room as a joke. I laughed so hard at that stupid scene. I don't remember it. it. Ah, whatever. Go on. <laughs> but uh, tell us more about the cheerleader without my Leventimiglio. But anyway, so the the. Mr. Robot guy, mm-hmm. his two sisters die. He's gonna be Freddie Mercury. I know it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for that movie. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm definitely gonna see it. Mm. But, for sure, opening weekend we'll go. Okay, but anyway, it might already be out. No, it's not out yet. But anyway, so <clears throat> they his two sisters died, and like it's just this horrible tragedy that pretty much separates the group well they get called back to the cabin years later and they get there and they're trying to like have a good time like a reunion Mm -hmm. and jason comes out of the water no there's a killer that comes after them and so like it's not jason okay but uh so the killer's going after them and then a whole bunch of shit happens i don't want to ruin the game because it's definitely worth checking out to our listeners out there but Eventually, the game goes to having Wendigos in it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was... It was Well, it was weird because it was like... First episode of Supernatural was Wendigos. Yeah. But it was like, okay, there's this slasher killer dude that's trying to kill off the people, and then all of a sudden, Wendigos are in it. It's like, wait, what? Do you know the origin of those? Like, how you become a Wendigo? I don't remember. I used to know. Cannibalism. Is that what it is? Yeah, cannibalism turns you into a Wendigo. Who? So, uh, what was that serial killer's name? Ted Bundy? Did he eat people? No, it was no. Dahmer who ate Dahmer, people. Dahmer, yeah. Ooh, serial killers. That's another good one. So, there, killers. back when I was in college, we had this small group communications class, and we had to pair up into our own groups, and at the end of the year, we had to give a presentation on whatever we wanted to present on. We just had to work together as a group on the presentation. And this is back when I wanted to be in the FBI. So, you know, I was going through... I can't picture you doing that. Right? But anyway, I did years of psychology, sociology, criminology, ethics and criminal justice, all kinds of stuff like that. And um, my group decided that they wanted to do serial killers is what we talk about. And everybody got their own serial killer that they were supposed to go up and talk about for five minutes or whatever. I'm just like, I know enough about Dahmer to talk about him for five minutes that's not going to be difficult at all so I get there the day of the presentation I didn't prepare at all Dahmer's a pretty well known serial killer but he's not the best known the main like the leader of our group his dude was Ted Bundy and he's just like, I didn't study. I don't know anything about Ted Bundy. I'm like, I could go talk about Bundy for five <laughs> minutes. Because like, I studied serial killers in all of my criminology courses. It was a really big thing in the criminology mm-hmm. classes. So anyway, we get up there and everybody's got their own serial killer. Literally no one has anybody to say. So I just step forward and I'm like, hey guys, I guess I'm going to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer today because nobody else in my group prepared. And... I accidentally talked about Dahmer for like 45 minutes just off the cuff. Like, I mean, just completely unprepared, out of nowhere, talked about Jeffrey Dahmer, 45 minutes, all verifiably correct information. At the end of that, I was the most ostracized person in that entire class because every single person knew that I didn't prepare for that. So, like, with, uh, 
With lesser-known serial killers, have you ever heard of Rosemary and Fred West? No. Okay, so, do you know the band Interpol? No. Well, they have a song called Evil, and this is, like, the theory is that the song is about Rosemary and Fred West. Okay. They have, like, seven girls, like, daughters, and, like, young girls started going missing in their neighborhood. Yeah. And their daughters went missing and stuff like that. Turned out that uh, they were killing and raping these girls and hiding them in the garden. So they were like a non-homosexual John Wayne Gacy? Kind of. But uh, then uh, they got convicted, sent to prison. Well, uh, Fred West, he was remorseful. (laughs) And he said that basically Rosemary put him up to it. Said, well, she was threatening me over this. He ended up killing himself in prison. And Rosemary, she's still in prison to this day, and she does not have, like, any type of remorse whatsoever. When the Green River killer, um, he was on the stand, he killed 62 hookers. And he was on the stand, and they were interviewing him, and his exact (coughs) quote is, it's not like I was killing people. Wow. Right? Talk about not being remorseful. Yeah. Man, we should do an episode on serial killers. The day that John Wayne Gacy got electrocuted when he hit the electric chair they flipped the switch and the sky went dark and it started raining and everybody always says the reason that that happened is because john wayne gacy died and it darkened the sky and it started the rain and stuff one thing that most people don't know is at the exact same moment that john wayne gacy was getting electrocuted in the electric chair jeffrey dahmer 10 miles away was getting baptized really really so like there, there's probably a theory out there that like <clears throat> yeah. They're the same person. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, they're, they're, spiritually. There's a theory out there that the sky darkened because Gacy attempted to become a Christian or whatever. Or, I mean, uh, Dahmer attempted to become a Christian. Oh, so this was, like, later in his life, not when he was... Yeah, it was while okay. he was in prison, oh, before okay. he got killed by the guy. Wait, was was he before uh, Gacy? They were at roughly the same time. Oh, okay. There was a really dark time in American history where serial killers were, like, super common. Like, what about, like, H.H. H. Holmes? That was back in... H.H. Like- H. Holmes, what? So there's a theory out there, actually. This is cool. This is one of my favorite theories about serial killers. H.H. H. Holmes, he was a doctor, and he moved to the United States, and he opened up his hotel, and he was killing people in the back rooms and stuff. The movie Hostel is actually kind of loosely based on the H.H. H. Holmes yeah. story. Um, there's this really in-depth theory that kind of proves as far as i'm concerned anyway that h.h holmes is actually jack the ripper were they in the same time period yep and jack oh yeah i was around the jack the ripper stopped killing in london when h.h holmes started killing in the united states hmm i mean that would make sense and h.h holmes he was brilliant dude Mm -hmm. like he i mean the zodiac killer was the lipstick or the black dahlia murder same killer did you know that after that investigation was over and they couldn't figure out who the Zodiac Killer was, the lead detective retired and the lead detective's kid became a detective for the police force, started investigating the murders and realized that the only person who possibly could have been the Zodiac Killer was her father, the lead detective on the case? Really? Yep. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. Um, we're super we're, at you, time. You know what? You, I, I, I love talking about serial killers, and it matches the theme of Halloween. Yeah, it's super you, weird, though. That, like, well, we're just but, sitting here. See, the thing is, there's so many people that 
love learning about serial yeah. killers because it's an interesting topic. They have a different state of mind. They have a different way of thinking. A different state. That's a way to put it. Yeah, I guess. They have a different state of mind. <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, I'm going to go out and kill some people. A today. lot of them are like super methodical. and Yeah, but you, you, you talk about it like it's just such a nonchalant thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I, I would. I guess I'll go out and kill me some folks today. <laughs> well, I'm in a different state of mind. It, well, it's not like that. It's <laughs> it's like their their thought process is completely different from that of the average person. Yeah, and like Dennis Rader. In order to be that crazy, who was Dennis Rader? BTK. He was BTK. a pastor who used to tie up and tickle old women. Tickle? <laughs> He'd kill them. But oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> And we're, we're laughing about serial killers, okay. I guess. Um, but, like, I know this isn't super, like, nerd or geek-based, but I feel like a huge part of being a geek or a nerd is you like to learn things, too. And, I, I, mean, I do love to learn. So, I mean, like, to me, this is just a really interesting topic. Like, every time I see a serial killer documentary, like, on YouTube or Did something... Did you watch the uh, Dahmer interviews? No. It was Dahmer and his dad getting interviewed by Diane Sawyer. Really? Yeah. Super weird. Well, it was like actual interviews? It was an actual interview. Jeffrey Dahmer and his father were sitting side by side getting interviewed. What kind of stuff did they learn from him, like, through the interview? A lot. Because, like, you know, he converted to Christianity and was... The, at, towards the end of his life, he was really remorseful about everything that he did and just completely open about all of it. But it wasn't so... I wasn't as interested as hearing from Dahmer as I was hearing from his father. That was weird. Just like because the father of a serial killer sitting there saying, you know, where did I mess up? Yeah. And that, I that, mean... The uh, strain on that. I'm, I'm sure that that's, like, traumatic for a parent. Like, yeah. could you imagine, like, finding out that your child is a serial killer? He wouldn't make it to jail. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh... Well, but you see, you don't have kids, though. Like, if... I don't care. I mean, like, I... Oh, you won't understand until it happens to you. No, 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 no. If my child kills 32 people, he's not making it to jail. I don't care. Like, you're allowed to ground your kid for throwing a rock at a cat, but you can't kill him because they murdered 32 young boys? I don't, I don't know, like... Well, what I'm saying is, like, yes, it's unforgivable. But if, like, one of my kids did that, I would, like... I would still, like, my whole, like, mind would just want to side with them. No matter how much I believed it was wrong, I would still be like, well, that's it, my kid. It's grounding them, but it's just grounding them six feet under. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still think that, like, if you had that kind of relationship with a kid that you raised, it's different. I don't know. I might off myself for letting that amount of evil come out of me. Like, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would... I'd, I'd hate myself forever. I would this is turning into that. a super long episode, and we're getting in-depth on some stuff that's not related to what we're talking about, so... It's still Halloween, man. Nah, let's cut it. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> I'm having fun with this I one. know, but I don't want to do a full, like, super long episode. We're already at... An hour and two minutes? Yeah, so <laughs> we'll cut it. Guys, we're going to cut it here. Um, we'll put we'll link everything in the description. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Don't hate us and stop listening to us because of how much we weirdly know about serial killers. I promise there's not even enough people in this town for us to get away with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's reassuring. <laughs> no, um, like the episode, share the episode, blah, 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 all those stupid plugs. Um, 
remember, hey. uh, you can message us. We love getting messages from you guys. We love hearing from you. Um, feedback. What yeah, not? give us feedback. Like We love it. And uh, I, did you have anything else to say? Because I still do. But uh, I was going to say happy Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> eat some candies. Yeah, happy Halloween. Uh, don't eat too much candy. If you don't like candy corn, you're wrong about Halloween because it's the only redeeming factor. No, it's disgusting. It's so good. It's I love disgusting. candy corn. But uh, anyway, so yeah, happy Halloween. Don't eat too much candy because, I mean, we don't want you to get sick. Give yourself stomach aches. Go back to your childhood. Pig out. Go trick-or-treating. I don't care if you're 35. Get out there. Uh, actually, it's illegal in some places to trick-or-treat if you're over 12 now. Is it? Do it with a gun. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I went trick or treating. I think until I was 19 years old. I know that's what I'm saying. Isn't it stupid that like it's it's really smart to let like if if you're letting 18 and 19 year olds come up to your door and knock and you're giving them candy, you're keeping you, them out of trouble. Yeah, I was gonna say they're out and they're doing something dumb on Halloween and they're having fun, but you know they're not out smoking meth and shooting heroin and yeah. Mm. And now it's illegal in a lot of places and it's becoming a more and more common thing for it to be illegal for anyone over 12 to be trick or treating. That's so stupid. You can carry so much more candy when you build the muscle mass oh, of an you, adult. You can carry like 20 pounds of candy. Yeah. Easy. It'd be great. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, happy Halloween guys. Uh again, give us feedback, talk to us. We love it. And uh So this is just so I can fuck with Jester. I haven't told him anything about next week's episode, but next week's episode is going to be fan casts. What's fan casts? Okay, so like, you know how we talked about like if Atlantis had a live action movie yeah, yeah. and who we would cast as that? That's a fan cast. Oh, that's awesome. That's our next episode. So, I'm, make I'm, sure you actually take notes for this one. I'm super good at that. I cast the entire Apathy and Other Small Victories book and then emailed the cast list to the author. So yeah, so next uh, next episode is fancast, something that we're both looking forward to. Super well, looking forward. I had no idea until right now, but I'm super. Now excited. he's looking forward to it. Yep. But anyway, uh, go ahead and sign us off, Jester. All right, it's been awesome talking to you guys. Um, every single plug that I normally say, don't don't it, be lazy. Plug them. All right, fine. Like us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Share this episode. Make sure all of your friends listen to it. Spread the word. Stand on the street corner. Hold the sign. Tell the world. Other than that, we will see you guys next week. Uh, game on and peace out. Hey guys, it's time for another shout out. Um, I'm going to pass it off to Failed. He's going to introduce the guy that we're going to talk to today and we'll do the whole thing. All right. Hey guys, uh, today we got uh, another gamer and his page is just full of all kinds of gaming shit. I mean, board games indie he's got miniatures uh, i think he has a rick and morty comic on there it's pretty awesome uh why don't you say hi hey guys uh my name's ryan i'm with tacos and dragons instagram page uh got underscores around the end uh and we're just a tabletop and rpg gaming instagram based in south austin texas Oh, cool. Um, so you, you have a lot of, I see a lot of D&D stuff, like dice, miniatures. Uh, do you uh, do you ever like paint your own miniatures and stuff? I love painted miniatures. I hate painting miniatures. Uh, <laughs> one, of, one of my goals for the, the Instagram page is to uh, kind of hook up with uh, commission-based artists for miniatures and character portraits and... Uh, just kind of showcase the work that they have and find those people to get them to paint all my damn piece for me because I'm too lazy. That'd be cool. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so you uh, 
obviously you have your miniatures. I've seen uh, you recently got the D&D 3rd Edition Handbook and DM Guide, which I was just like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. They look like they're in great condition. Yeah, it was a sweet score. I actually got those at a used bookstore. Uh, both of them first printings and both in perfect condition. That's awesome. I'm a huge fan of 3rd Edition. 3rd Edition is how I started. Uh, that's the thing I learned on was before 3.5 even came out. So there's a soft spot in my heart for it. Yeah. I started on Exalt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we know that you play D&D. Do you play any other tabletop games? I do. Um, I have a, a big old collection of games that uh, I'm kind of need to work my way through. I don't have too much opportunity between work, and uh, I'm in three different D&D groups currently, so uh, that takes up most of the time. <laughs> I, I miss those days where I'd just be in mobile groups. It was awesome. So with the uh, with the Instagram page, are you just trying to like promote more gamer culture or um, is it more structured towards just like showing people these are my miniatures, this is what I'm up to? Is it like a personal thing or? I think it's kind of a mix of the two, you know. Uh, I, I like having a, a candid audience of people who uh, want to read things I have to say about, you know, pieces of my collection that I've amassed. Uh, but I also uh, like Instagram is a great with people who are doing the painting and uh, who, you know, are, are doing all the really cool stuff. Like there's before Instagram, I haven't really seen a public forum where you can just type in, you know. Uh, hashtag and a character name and see everybody who's painted that miniature and the different ways that they've chosen to paint it. You know, I, I think it's a really good forum for that. Yeah, definitely an awesome platform for getting in touch with people and actually creating a community. And that's a huge thing for us here. We're really big on the whole gaming and geek community. Absolutely. That's a uh, drew me to you guys is uh, Instagram page and your podcast as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we're glad to have you as a fan. I know that uh, I talked to you about it a couple episodes, but I, I'm actually curious. What's been your favorite so far? I think my favorite, uh, the third one, you guys had a third guest on there. Uh, again, it may be because you mostly bantered about D&D, &D, uh, which is the type of thing I like hearing other people's table stories. Uh, I, I admittedly haven't been to the fourth episode yet because I'm the worst, but... Uh, uh, I'm going to hit that up tomorrow at work, Esther. Awesome. Well, uh, if, if you or any of our other listeners ever want to just share your D&D stories with us, we're totally down for that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we've been chatting over message. I'm going to keep updating you guys as cool stuff comes my way. That's cool. So um, as far as platforms, is Instagram all that you're using, or do you do like a uh, – any Facebook or anything? Uh, Instagram is the only place I'm at. Uh, I did have a personal Facebook for a while and got rid of that a few years ago. Uh, I may eventually have to creep Tacos and Dragons back over to the Facebook. Uh, that, that's down the road, though. I'm sticking to Instagram for now. 
Okay, cool. Then that's tacos underscore and underscore dragons for anybody who wants to look you up on Instagram. And we'll link in the description of this episode so that people can check your page out. Awesome. Yeah, but uh, it, it's been really great having you here as a shout out. Uh, hopefully this helps you get more followers. And uh, to viewers out there, this guy, he really does post some awesome stuff. I love looking at his collections and everything on his page. Yeah, it's some of the coolest stuff I've seen on Instagram. Appreciate you guys. Y'all keep up the great podcasting. Looking forward to seeing what you got coming in the pipeline. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, that's been our shout out for this week. So uh, everyone have a good night and game on. Cheers. Cheers.